day. Tatani talks Pirkei Avos. This year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are in season five of the commentary of the Svarno with the notes and translation of Rabbi Pelkovitz here in chapter three and paragraph 19. Perek Gimel, Mishnah Yud Tes. Again, with the PSA, less than two weeks, really about a week and a half or so, we're going to take our big midwinter hiatus, our big mid-season, mid-year hiatus, around a month and a half or so, and then God willing, we'll come back. God willing, we'll take another little hiatus around Passover time or whatnot and try to make it to the end of this school year. Here today, let's look at 319 Gimel I apologize for the cold. It's brutal winter weather. We also had COVID. So still trying to get back there. My voice is a little bit off, but I appreciate it nonetheless. HaKol Tzafoy. Everything is foreseen. Biharashus Nituna. Yet the freedom of choice is given. Everything is given to us to be able to be done. Everything is chosen. Hashem can't choose you or make you do a sin or do a, a mitzvah or do an affair. Obviously, He could lead you on the path. You want to go down a bad path, God forbid, He'll let you go. You want to go down a good path, Hashem will lead you down the good path. Everything is foreseen, but you still have the freedom of choice. Even though Hashem knows what you're going to choose, doesn't mean you don't have the choice to begin with. I, I remember this great analogy. Where people talk about free choice, yet Hashem understands. It's like someone records a game for you. A non-Jewish person records a game for you on Friday night. They know the the aspect of what the game's going to happen. We know if the Jets or the Giants are going to win. I don't actually watch sports. I don't follow sports. I don't even play sports, although I would play sports rather than watch them. So the game happens on Friday night. Everyone knows that the Jets won. But when you're watching the game, you don't know what's going to happen. They have the choice to make that catch, to make that fumble, to make that interception, to make that touchdown. After you watch the game, ah, oh, the Jets won. Because the Jets won and it's already known after the fact, did that have any bearing on the fact that they're going to win or not? Just because you knew the Jets were going to win doesn't mean that they had the choice. Of course not. They still have the choice. It's like that in our life. Hashem knows if the Jets or Giants are going to win. Hashem knows if you're going to go this way or that way. Hashem knows what you're going to choose or what you're going to do. Hashem is going to be able to be choosing Whatever you want in your life, you follow the choice of the path you want, and Hashem will let it happen. Hashem will know what you choose or not. doesn't mean you still don't have the choice to begin with. Everyone has the choice. The good of the world. The world is judged, judged with goodness. Hashem made us the world. Hashem gave us the world, and He gave us goodness in the world. Everything depends on the abundance of good deeds. Really, everything depends on most of the action. Another mission teaches us, you know, we have to start on something. We don't know if it's going to finish. We don't know where it's going to go. We might not be able to complete it, but at least start it. I don't know if I could do Daf Yomi. It's seven and a half years of commitment. Just start with Brachot Bet. Just start with the first Daf of the entire series and see where it takes you. Go a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. If you made it 75% of the way, Rov Masa, does that mean that everything was done? Everything is gone? Because you couldn't make it the last 25%? No. Someone has good days and bad days. Someone goes 300 days without touching a drink and he has an alcohol problem. Or someone goes 300 days without having anger. The other 65 days he had problems. Did he lose the 300 days? No. Rov Hamasa, the Machshava Techila, we talk about. Hashem had the mindset in the beginning. He wants you to be involved in the road masa. Just take one day at a time, one good day, one good day. Someone is a kleptomaniac, wants to steal, and every single day has the urge, and he was able to fight it for 10 days, but he lost one day. He still had 10 good days. 
someone wanted to have such a smell of the non-Jewish, non-kosher meat. He has such a type of such a desire to smell it. He goes 10 days without smelling it. One day he succumbs and he just inhales McDonald's all day. Did he lose the 10 days? No. Everything is the rova the masa. As much as you could do, as much effort as you could be involved in, as much effort you could put in, that's what matters. A for effort. We're not looking at the completion. We're not looking if you completed shas. At least you tried. At least you put in effort. At least you did what you could. You might not be able to finish everything, but at least start. That's why I said I don't know where the shows are going to go, but at least let's start. And Baruch Hashem, three years later, five seasons later for two of the shows, two seasons for the parsha. We don't even count the life as series. We just do the shows and doth as much as we can. Get things involved. We don't know where projects are going to go. We have to at least try. Roll the masa. Be persistent. Be proactive. Keep reaching out for my book, which didn't take hold yet. If you know any sponsors, please feel free. And for the shows, which hasn't gotten mud, we we actually put on a donation page on the Chesed Fund, chesedfund.com slash Tani Chesed Fund slash help support the Tani Talks podcast, Tani Talks podcast. You can find it. You could Google it. We have a special link where we set up because we put in the effort. We put in the effort. We want to make sure that maybe one day it could be helped or supported or donated so feel free to donate to that too we have to put out whatever we can in order to be involved in different things in the book keep at it keep at it my mentor my role model Rabbi Seltzer, I reached out to, I had a Zoom with him a couple of times. He said, you got to keep going, keep trudging ahead, keep putting feelers out there, keep shooting things out there into the universe and see what happens. Everything is according to as much work as we do, as much action as we put in, as much of the act as we do. The Svarno points out, behold... There is no excuse for the sinner who may say, I am compelled to sin since God has first knowledge and knows I will sin. There can be no falsehood before him. This is not so, for although he knows before and what man will choose in the future, nonetheless there is no compulsion in the same manner as we have certain knowledge of what is taking place in the present. And yet we through our knowledge are not the compelling cause of that event. To God the future is no different in his knowledge in the present. For there is no reality of future acts, mitzvahs, and events except through his reality. The Tana continues, the world is judged with goodness. As our sages say, He that abounds in kindness inclines the scales toward kindness, putting aside iniquity, one by one, from Gemara Rosh Hashanah. This is meant as encouragement to the sinner. He will not find it difficult to repent since the heavenly judge tilts the scale toward benevolence. Everything upon the abundance of good deeds, everything depends on the abundance of good deeds for reward and punishment do not depend on one's mastery of the philosophical intellectual area of Torah, but one upon the practical realm of actual deeds. This is because man's intellectual powers are realized only when translated into action, for it is only then that they acquire a life of their own which is everlasting, and in this manner man's superiority above all living creatures is actualized. Now the significance and vitality of one's actions depends upon the level of one's intellectual capacities. But this in turn is confirmed only through one's deeds, for they grant man success, joy, and honor, or the reverse. All this is determined according to the abundance of good deeds which are acceptable to the Master, Hashem, the Blessed One. For in this manner will man's conscious choice emulate his Creator who is good to his creation all his creatures, as stated in the expression of its own in our own image, after our likeness. The notes point out the classic commentators explain the cryptic words of Rabbi Kiva in a variety of ways. Rashi interprets the phrase, everything is foreseen, to mean that what a person does in private cannot be concealed from God, for he is all-knowing. The Rambam in his commentary on the mission interprets the full phrase, everything is foreseen, yet the freedom of choice is given to mean that although God has foreknowledge of man's actions and everything is revealed to him, nonetheless, nevertheless, this foreknowledge does not determine man's actions nor interfere with his Bechira Chavshis, his free choice. Although the concept of man's freedom of choice and God's omniscience seem mutually exclusive, 
Brahma Mishnah Torah reconciles this apparent contradiction as follows. God's knowledge is not external to himself, but rather he and his knowledge are one. As such, God's knowledge does not determine the actions of man. However, the Rambam himself admits this contradiction cannot be fully explained by logic alone, and that one must accept on faith that God's foreknowledge and man's freedom are able to coexist. The Ravad criticizes the Rambam for introducing this entire matter since he himself admits it cannot be fully resolved. He then attempts to give his own explanation differentiating between Gezerah, Gali, Decree, and Yediyah, not divine knowledge. As far as commentary on this Mishnah presents a reasonable and relatively simple explanation based on the element of time. The divine clock is always set to the present. There is no past or future from Hashem's perspective. Hence, God's foreknowledge is a misnomer, for he is but observing man's actions, which are freely chosen as they occur. Obviously, such divine observation does not determine man's actions. Hashem is looking, not choosing. Hashem knows, doesn't take away from what you do. As far as commenting the last part of the Mishnah, abundance of good deeds, regarding the abundance of one's deeds, mirrors his commentary in the Torah on the verse, In our image, after our likeness, which he quotes here in Genesis, he explains that man's power of reason, his intellect, is called image, while likeness refers to man's actions, which result from man's choice. In this manner, man emulates God, and not the angels, for they have no such freedom. Hence, reward and punishment depend totally upon man's deeds, and not upon his comprehension or intellectual Abilities, And I would go further, as we talked about before, to say it's not about how much you complete. It's at least trying and putting in the effort. So remember, Hashem gives you the freedom of choice. Hashem knows what house you're going to get, what spouse you're going to get, what kids you're going to get, what job you're going to get, your car, and so on and so forth. But you still have the choice to do good or do bad. The world, Hashem judges by goodness. He gives everything a goodness. And make sure to do as much actions as you can. As much as you can get done in this world, you need to get done and make sure to get accomplished. Join us next time as we talk about everything given on collateral and a net spread over everyone here on the TTPA. And now I'm your host.